Three, two, one, execute. Life is 10% what you make it and 90% how you take it. Hello, my name is Rick Napier, and some of you know me as a business development specialist, and some of you know me as a political consultant working with candidates. I've decided to merge the two podcasts and blog articles for both audiences. And the reason why is because there is so much overlap between uh, politics and, uh, and running a business, especially now. And I'm not so much into politics. I'm more into the economics of things because that's my, my business degree. And that's my background as a Fortune 500 um, operations and sales executive. So I know a lot of people may say, well, Rick, you can't talk about politics and business on the same podcast episode. My answer is yes, you can, especially now. So let's begin with this podcast episode titled, Let's Go Brandon's Economic Conditions Will Prompt Small Business Owners to work smarter and harder or else. And this is the first article podcast episode that I've merged for both audiences. Throughout the years working in corporate America and as an independent consultant, the business community has seen ups and downs. These economic peaks and valleys are called cycles. The housing industry has boom and bust cycles every 10 to 15 years. We had one in 2009, and we're about to have another one uh, within the next six months, I believe. American home buyers and renters have just entered the bust cycle by now seeing interest rates rise from 3% to 6% over the last 180 days. The good news about the just announced recessionary economy, it is man-made, forced upon Americans by Let's Go Brandon and his supporting cast. The current financials all across the board are not driven by historical supply and demand economics. Like I said, that's the good news. The bad news is Let's Go Brandon appears to want to continue with non-market forces to reduce productivity and handcuff supply-side economics. So I provided a link on the blog and in the podcast episode description to explain the definition of supply-side economics. Here's an excerpt that defines supply-side economics. Supply-side economics is better known to some as they have described it, you know, 35 years ago as Reaganomics or trickle-down policy espoused by the 40th U.S. President Ronald Reagan. President Reagan and his Republican contemporaries popularized the controversial idea that greater tax cuts for wealthy investors and entrepreneurs provide them with incentives to save and invest and produce economic benefits that trickle down to the overall economy. Now to give readers an example of how media companies interpret supply side economics, 
either positively or negatively, I purposely included a supply side definition with the phrase wealthy investors. Over the years, Keynesian economics, which is productivity driven by the government, has tried to demonize Adam Smith supply side economics to grow the economy by claiming only wealthy people benefit. So here is a newsflash. Wealthy people are needed to provide the capital to expand. Wealthy people always reap capital investment rewards by assuming great financial risk. Why would any sane person or group invest billions of dollars without an opportunity for a good or great return on investment, or ROI? So I provided a second link to define uh, supply-side economics, and the second link is a more mature, realistic supply-side economics definition. And here's an excerpt. Supply-side economics advocates tax cuts and deregulation to drive economic growth. And I also included in the uh, blog article something called the Laffer Curve. And the Laffer Curve, and that's L-A-F-F-E-R, Curve, is the visual representation of supply-side economics. And you will have to read the blog article to see the definition and read about the Laffer Curve. It's a um, uh, economic theory that I learned in economics classes, and it is a solid model if whoever runs this country wants uh, small business owners and their families and, and vendors and anyone who wants to work hard to have enough business. The opposite of supply side is demand-driven Keynesian theory as the government makes financial decisions about productivity and growth. And I'll just let people know that when the government has uh, the power and decides to make financial decisions for the economy, it comes with a huge surcharge. I mean, a big surcharge. And now we're seeing the impacts of that surcharge since Let's Go Brandon has uh, worked in the White House. President Reagan used supply-side economics to combat stagflation. It was dubbed Reaganomics for this reason. Supply-side economics impacts how much revenue small business owners generate, meaning restaurant workers, nightclubs, construction companies, plumbers, and even sex workers benefit when the economy is booming. Here's a good example of supply-side economics. There are four phases to this example. So please try to uh, listen and, and follow along. One, a restaurant charges $25 for an evening meal. The restaurant is packed and people are waiting in a line. Some people do not wanna wait and that's called the queue and they leave. The restaurant earns that evening $10,000 serving 400 people. Here's the next example. Number two, the restaurant owner wants to know how much he or she can raise prices such that people will still come. The owner decides to charge 
$30 per meal instead of 25 and patrons still dine, but the queue or people waiting in line is not as large. Now, people still leave to find another restaurant or they go home. The restaurant at $30 earns $12,000 for that evening shift serving 400 people. Number three, the restaurant owner decides to raise the meal prices to $40 and notices the number of diners drops to 325 and the people waiting is non-existent. There is no queue. More shocking, the restaurant has no customers during the last 45 minutes the restaurant is open. The restaurant generates $13,000, about $1,000 more than at $30, but has 45 minutes of dead time, meaning the last 45 minutes the restaurant is open, no one shows up. And here's the last uh, phase of this four-part uh, uh, example. Finally, the restaurant owner, fearing people will see 45 minutes with the restaurant serving no one, the owner drops the price to $35 from $40 and 420 patrons dine. There is a queue, but people do not leave. They stay in line and wait to be served. At $35 and 420 diners, the restaurant owner generates $14,700. Above is the best definition of supply-side economics. The restaurant owner ultimately discovers that $40 was too high, $30 was too low, and $35 was the best price patrons found fair for their dining experience. In a free market society, buyers have just as much power to say yes or no as the owner or seller has the right to increase or decrease prices. The market decides the final outcome in a free society. But what Let's Go Brandon has done is inserted government or Keynesian economics into the picture and damaged the free market economy. Since January 20th, 2021, when Brandon shut down the oil pipeline, the price of gas has more than doubled. These increases are not market forces because the government intervened. The chain reaction has been felt across all businesses and with all Americans. American businesses cannot accommodate exorbitant, unnatural pricing spikes, like the restaurant owner who adjusted prices to maximize profit and still satisfy customers. Exorbitant price increases cannot be passed down to vendors and consumers without major repercussions. The three ways businesses can adjust to temporary price spikes are raise consumer prices, lay off workers, increasing unemployment, and use less costly or inferior products. This blog podcast topic will be incomplete without providing the above context. I mentioned three ways businesses can adjust to temporary price spikes. However, there is a fourth solution that must be implemented under this Let's Go Brandon economic environment. 
This fourth solution involves working smart, working hard, and using a system. No longer can small business owners limp through days and months in their businesses, not being aware some of their potential customers are experiencing economic uncertainty. Economic uncertainty is a killer business phrase. My consulting firm has the solutions. My name is Rick Napier. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast episode to be uploaded to two different platforms. Take care and make it a great day.